All right. We're joined now by Rick Zamperin from our sister station. He's a sports director at CHML 900 in Hamilton. Rick, welcome to the program. Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. I always love reaching out to you when there's a sports story or two, which I happen to have in my hands here that I would like more details on. Uh, Let's start off with the California police officer suing uh, Raptors president Masayu Jury. Um, after the DA had thrown this, uh, they had decided, no, we're not going to file any criminal charge against you, jury. This was after um, this California police officer who was serving as a security um, officer, a security guard during the NBA championship game last June, where the Raptors won, um, had that little kerfuffle when he asked you, jury, for his... Um, to show his authorization to walk past him. And um, now he's saying he's going to launch a civil suit. What are the odds of this actually being successful? So the first thing I thought of was, is is this cop represented by Saul Goodman? Because this is shady. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like He's seeking $75,000 in damages. Yeah. And according to uh, the lawsuit filed in uh, in a district court in California, this what this is what he's alleging: injury to his head, body, health, strength, nervous system, and person, all of which caused and continue to cause great mental, physical, emotional, and psychological pain and suffering. Uh, so let's not let's not forget he is a sheriff's deputy, and I'm sure he has been involved in some sort of physical altercations in the past while on the job. And that's not to say that uh, you know that 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 should be expected, although I think it should be. Uh, in that line of work. But, you know, there was video of this incident. And mm-hmm. at no point in, in what I saw did Masai, uh, you know, strike this individual in the head, causing any kind of uh, debilitating head injury uh, or any concussion. Uh, from what I saw, it was a push trying to shove his way onto the court to celebrate with his team. Uh, yes, he didn't have his, you know, appropriate credentials and yes the sheriff's deputy was doing his job but to take this to a civil court especially after you mentioned the district attorney said yeah there's nothing really here mm-hmm. i think uh, you know he's a, he is a candidate for scumbag of the day but he's only asking for 75,000 so when you say well it's going to be a big payday is it well, no, I mean, not monetarily, it is not. Yeah. He is asking for other things in terms of, you know, money for rehab and all that other kind of stuff. So yeah, it's not like he's asking for, you know, $10 million, um, $75,000. I, I think, to me, it just sounds like this cop, after the DA said, no, it's not going to fly, he said, well, my only other recourse is to go the civil route, and there's no way I'm going to get any more than, you know, six figures. So I'll get maybe as much as I can and call it a day. But I have a feeling like his comrades, his colleagues at the police department must be thinking, come on, I mean, it's time to drop this. Okay, not only is he suing Messiah Jury, he's also suing the Raptors organization, MLSE, and the NBA, arguing they knew or they should have known that Ujury had a violent predisposition and propensity for physical violence. Do we know any, is there anything in his past that would point to Messiah Jury as uh, having a violent streak? Yeah, not not that I can tell, not that it has been brought up at, at any point in the past. Um, it's just, it, it's so, you know, pipe dream pie in the sky to me. And I know the lawsuit says that, and this is, I mean, it, it just goes overboard. You know, Ujiri acted despicably, maliciously, fraudulently, oppressively mm-hmm. with the wrongful intent of injuring the officer for an improper and evil motive amounting to malice 
and in conscious disregard to the plaintiff's rights. I just think Masai wanted to get on, on the court. I don't think there was anything malicious or fraudulent or oppressive in his intent to celebrate with his team. I think this is just two individuals who had a disagreement. Uh, there was a slight physical altercation. And at the end of the day, I think this sheriff's deputy's ego has been bruised. So this is what he's trying to do. Yeah, I have a feeling that that is not going to be successful in court. But this one might be. Former Major League pitcher uh, Mike Bolsinger, he is suing the Houston Astronauts. He's, uh, this was uh, got out into the press yesterday. Claimed that their sign-stealing scheme contributed to a poor relief appearance in August in 2017 that essentially ended his big league career. And can you go into some detail on this story? Because I think this one could have legs. I think Mike has called Saul as well, because this to me... Really? <laughs> ...is laughable. Really? Absolute, yes, and okay. I'll tell you why. You look at Mike Bolsinger's career statistics, and he's a marginal major league pitcher at best. His career record in the major leagues is eight wins, 19 losses, his ERA is 492, which basically means he allows about five runs a game. So he is complaining that in his final major league outing as a member of the Blue Jays against Houston on August 4th of 2017, uh, in uh, one uh, third of an inning, which basically he got one batter out in this inning, he allowed four hits, uh, four earned runs, his ERA was 631. Well, a year previous to that with the Dodgers against Milwaukee on June 18th, in two and two-thirds innings, he allowed nine hits, five earned runs, and his ERA was even worse, 683. On July 17th of 2014, in three and two-thirds innings, he allowed 10 hits, five runs, and his ERA was 513. So, Mike, are you a garbage pitcher, or now that you're out of the major leagues, you're trying to cash in on what is a massive scandal for Major League Baseball? Let me get this straight. He's not very good at his job. He's, He's horrible. He was a horrible pitcher. He was. But isn't there an argument for the fact that he uh, this could have been the straw that broke the camel's back because he was immediately terminated afterwards? Yeah, but listen, I mean, if this happened against uh, Boston, if this happened against any other team, would he be making the same claim? No. But, you know, how can he prove in that game that the Astros were doing what they were doing? I mean, did they do it in every game? I don't know if you can prove that beyond a reasonable doubt. If there is video and audio evidence that Mike can pull from that specific game, it would have been broadcast on TV for sure. Uh, then maybe I'll believe him a little bit more. But right now, uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not in the believer category because he's garbage. I mean, he was a major leaguer. That's something to hang your head on. There's not many. I, I've never played in the major leagues. He's much better at pitching than I am. But no. Okay. Well. Could this open up the door for copycat cases where people actually do have a case? Well, yeah, definitely. I mean, if there are other pitchers out there uh, or other you know fielders who got hurt because, you know, a Houston Astro player hit it their way and they got injured because, you know, they were stealing signs. Uh, yeah, maybe they have a grievance. This is a this is a Pandora's box that I don't think Major League Baseball wants to open or uh, or uh, I'm sure the, the lawyers are looking their chops because, you know, the sky's the limit here. Uh, I don't see this. I don't see this thing flying at all. All right, Rick, before I let you go, let's talk about the uh, 15 game winning streak. The Canadian record set uh, for yeah. any sports franchise by the Raptors last night. Uh, Chris and I were talking about this uh, earlier on. And we both said these Raptors are so impressive this season uh, because they are really holding their own. I mean, that's uh, goes without saying, but 
I think people didn't expect this much from them after we lost Kawhi. No, yeah, I think you're exactly right. I mean, when you have one of the best players in the NBA leave your team, there should be a decline. Uh, but yeah, they've won 15 in a row. They're 40 and 14. They're still trailing Milwaukee, who's just on one incredible season. But still, I mean, they've had injuries. They continue to have injuries. But whether it's Kyle Lowry or Serge Ibaka, Fred Van Vliet, or Marcus Gasol. Uh, or, you know, Norm Powell when he was healthy, you know, each and every game, Pascal Siakam, each and every game there's a guy or two or three that step up and have a great outing. And uh, through 15 games, they've beaten a number of different teams. They've done it a number of different ways. They're just a well-rounded, well-coached team. Nick Nurse has to get a ton of credit. Uh, Masai Ujiri as well for, you know, keeping the core together. Uh, you know, a lot of people, including me, thought, you know, this was going to be a season where they'll kind of be, you know, above 500. But towards the NBA trade deadline, a lot of these guys potentially leaving the offseason, they'll try to, you know, offshoot some of these stars for prospects or draft picks. But at 40 and 14, one of the best records in the NBA, uh, I say you go all in. You try to win another championship because it's there for the taking. How do they stack up against their own record from last year? Uh, well, I think a couple of games ago, they were better than they were at that. I think it was through 51 games, they were better uh, than 51 through last season with Kawhi. And through 54, I can't see that changing. They, they, they're they probably still better than what they were through 54 games last season, which is incredible to think because they had one of the best players in the league last year. But, uh, man, oh, man, they're a Mack truck coming down the highway. And they were doing pretty well on their own last year because uh, Kawhi was not playing the whole time because he was on load management, right? Right. Yes. Yeah, very true, too. I mean, if Kawhi had played every game last year, they may have had and probably would have had a better regular season record, but would that have translated into playoff success? Obviously no one would know that, but uh, the way it was handled last year and the way it all turned out, uh, I think no one is is crying foul for sure. Do you think the Raptors need to have a sit down uh, with the Leafs to talk to them about work ethic? I mean, how insulting would that be? Or would that be something that MLSE would be open to? Well, I know that Kyle Dubas, the general manager of the Leafs, is looking over at Masai Ujiri and and Nick Nurse and the cast of characters that they've assembled and is thinking, man, if I can only grab a little bit of that pixie dust and spread it on my players and uh, and have a lot more success. Because right now the Leafs are scuffling. I mean, they're they're winning some games, but other games they're not. And it's just, as as a Leafs fan myself, it is frustrating, to say the least. Rick, always a pleasure having you on the program. Thanks so much. You got it. Have a good one. Appreciate it. Rick Zamprin is sports director at CHML 900.